Talk Radio. Place. Uh, of course, this is the Christmas season. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, uh, from the Great Northeast, Northern Maine. Yes, from a Las Vegas radio station. Did you ever think you'd hear about that in the in the 70s or 80s? Oh, I remember having my AM/FM radio, shortwave radio that I got for Christmas. And of course, at night, that's when you get all the best shows uh, you could get. Uh, from northern Maine, northeastern Maine, I could get uh, Boston and New York channels for music or talk. And um, shortwave, I could hear ship to shore conversations. And the BBC back at the Iron Curtain, you know, uh, Euro- European free radio against the commies uh, was big. Oh, yes, those were the days. But I never dreamed I'd have my own show, and it would be... I would be doing it from northeast, from New England, but it would be on the Las Vegas radio station. So you just never know, do you? But it is the Christmas season. All the shows are in full force. I watched uh, the original Miracle on 34th Street today, which is uh, still my favorite. They've made it, uh, remade it a couple times, I think, in the 1947 version. To me, it's still the best. And I um, <coughs> uh, really enjoyed it. They did colorize it, but I still I like to watch the black and white version. That and of course Charles Dickens' uh, Scrooge or uh, um, Ebenezer Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, whatever you want to call it. That's uh, probably my favorite. But it is the Christmas season, and uh, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, we'll be talking about uh, Christmas presents. We'll be talking to uh, celebrities, the president, and we'll see what Kim Jong Un is up for for Christmas. I'm going to have a very Merry Christmas. going to blow up USA. Just kidding, Donald. Oh, that's not very funny, Kim Jong. We don't want any bad jokes at the Christmas season, pal. But uh, anyways, um, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show, and we're going to do our whole Christmas uh, season show, our whole uh, Christmas theme, right up until New Year's. And... Uh, <clears throat> I can't believe it's going to be 2019. Really don't like to think about it or talk about it, but can't stop it. It's like the weather. Speaking of which, we're supposed to be getting a big storm soon. It's in the Midwest right now. I don't know what happens when it gets here. The Weather Channel, which I usually rely on, is all over the place with this one. Uh, They're not saying how much snow we're going to get. They're uh, saying it's going to turn from rain to snow, and snow and rain, and then both. Then they go back to saying it's going to be snow. So we don't know. But it looks like it's going to play havoc with the uh, travel, so we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. Patriots won. They beat the Jets as they normally usually do in New York, and Pittsburgh lost, so that's looking a little bit better for them. Celtics on a losing streak. They lost to Dallas at Dallas. I don't think they'd lost at Dallas. They haven't lost to Dallas like in three years. And they didn't get smoked, but they got down. And they, they've been making a comeback, but they still lose. 
And so they're not looking good, folks. I mean, they beat Atlanta, and um, they beat Atlanta handily at Atlanta. And Atlanta has given out some good games to some, some other teams, but uh, the, the Celtics just are, aren't clicking. I, I, uh, I think it's because they have too many guys. I mean, they were missing two guys last year, and they played about eight. Now they're playing like ten guys. That's too many. I mean, it's nice to be loaded with talent. But you're going to have some unhappy guys. I know I wasn't happy when I felt I should be playing or starting. And as my coach, Mr. Sperling, Terry Sperling, used to say, you should want to start. You should want to play. You should have an attitude. But you got to prove it. you got to get out on the court, and you got to prove that you deserve to play. And I was like that about coach. He never said you should settle for sitting on the bench. You should, you should bust your butt to play, to start. You shouldn't be satisfied with sitting on the bench. If you don't want to, then make yourself better. Don't suck. Play hard. Work on what you need to work on. But I think the Celtics, they're just playing too many guys, and they're not gelling. Their chemistry just looks good sometimes, but then it doesn't. And defensively, they seem to be breaking down. They're not playing the intense, intense defense they did last year. Last year, it looked like they were playing with seven guys when they were playing with five. It looked like they had seven guys out there. But uh, so we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully uh, the genius there, Brad Stevens, can fix it. Of course, I kind of curtailed my thoughts about him being a genius when they crapped their pants last year. They had a chance to go to the, the NBA Finals. They had Cleveland at home, three games to three. Cleveland at home, no Kevin Love. He was out with a concussion. Just LeBron and a bunch of scrubs, and they lost. They shit their pants. I'm not happy with that, and certainly not happy with what I'm seeing right now. And so, I, I, like I said, I'd like to see them take two or three of their guys. I don't Jalen Brown and and Hojeley, Tice, and Rozier. Four of those guys and a draft pick or two, and get an impact player. Get Anthony Davis. Because then you'd have Anthony Davis, Hayward, um, you know, Kyrie, uh, the big Australian guy, Baines. So you'd have a pretty good team. You'd still have Alf Horford, and you'd still have Jason Tatum. So you'd have six, seven good, really good players. Oh, man, that would be nasty. Instead of having eight or nine, you know, solid players with two couple stars, you'd have three stars and three or four solid players. And you'd have... You'd be able to go still eight deep. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. New Orleans, if they make the playoffs, they ain't going to be around for long anyway. If they make it. They're kind of up and down. They'll win like two, lose two, win one, lose two, win two. Lose, you know, they're kind of up and down. First time for a long time, the East Coast and West Coast conferences are kind of, you don't know. You never know who's going to make it. I mean, teams like Phoenix, they suck. They're out of it. And teams like Atlanta, they're uh, they're out of it. The Knicks have started winning. They've won three in a row. Giants lost. Looks like they're out of it. I feel sorry for the New York teams, especially the Jets. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 1969. Joe Namath is still their best quarterback. But anyway, that's it for Sports Talk. Uh, we're going to get back to our Christmas theme here on the Toxic Wise S Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. Your best place for talk radio. Just don't forget that, please. Oh, a 
Well, how many days? There's 12 days. What are we getting? Hens, pigeons, doves, and a pear tree with a pear tree partridge in it? I don't know. Is that uh, is that what uh, people are sending each other? I thought it was like uh, iPhones and laptops and uh, I don't know and uh, chocolates, but partridges, a pear tree, what? Well, the five golden rings is nice. I'd take that and pawn them, hawk them. Three French hens I would roast. Two turtle doves, I'd, I'd let them free. I, I love the poor doves. They, they're, ever watch two doves sit in a tree? They mate for life. Oh, it's very nice. I, I like to feed the birds, folks. I usually have three or four baskets of bird seed out there. And then the crows come, and they're very smart. These crows are smart, and ravens are too. Some of them can talk. And you can hear them like gobbling to each other. Well, not like a turkey gobble, not like gobble gobble. But you can hear them, they go They talk to each other. And sometimes they fight, and sometimes they, they all get together and conjugate. I've seen as many as a hundred of them. Right in the, our neighborhood here. Not out in the field, not out in the woods, not out in the boonies. But uh, right here in town, I see them up the street uh, in our neighborhood. Many as a hundred crows, they, they meet a couple times a year, like before winter and then spring, like they're having a meeting about what they should do. But I, I love, um, I, was, I used to hunt, but I never liked to shoot anything. I never shot a deer, never shot a moose, never shot a bear. No, a few ducks I did shoot, I'm sorry, ducks, quack, bastard, but um, didn't like it. Don't like killing things, I like, to, uh, but you know, I'm all for hunting because up here, we have moose and deer running around. There's just too many of them. They get in the road. They cause accidents. And for those who really hunt and use the game and feed their family uh, or give it to charity, that's fine. Um, and I love guns. I, I'm a gun collector. Uh, I don't have uh, many anymore, but I had up to 50 at one time. I had... Two twenty-threes, thirty thirties, thirty-two special, twenty-twos, four tens, twelve gauge, uh, thirty-eight special. Oh, I had them all. Eight millimeter Mauser, three hundred three British. I collected all kinds. I got so many I couldn't keep up with the ammunition. Thirty caliber carbine, thirty um, odd six Springfield M M1 from nineteen eighteen. Uh, Thompson machine gun, forty-five caliber. 9mm pistols, 45 caliber pistols, 357 uh, uh, Remington replica from 1876. So supposedly the same pistol that George Armstrong Cusser had with him when he met his, uh, let's say, uh, downfall at Cusser's last stand, June 25th, 1876, I do believe. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I like feeding the birds. And I, 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 instead of killing things now, I try to keep things alive. Um, but they always appreciate it. They kind of wait for me. Sometimes I'll even see them sitting in the window, like in the wires looking in, like, hey, bud, it's dinner time. You got anything? And I bring them out ham and leftovers, and they love cookies and crackers and whatever, whatever's going. Sometimes just bread. And the other, the other birds come around, too, the littler ones, but... Uh, and then we put bird seed feeders in the um, in the trees, and the squirrels come, and they like they, they like to eat too. So we don't discourage that. No. So you're, uh, 
I mean, uh, if you hear pain in my my voice, it's because I'm wincing a little bit from uh, basketball tonight. We had our our open gym men's league, and it was full court. Halfway through, I thought, "Oh man, my legs hurt," and I almost left, but I endured. Uh, lost every game. Uh, we were scoring one points, and the other team was hitting threes. So, which were our twos in our league. A three is a, a is a two, and a two is a one. And uh, but anyway, not a very good night. Uh, but I got my workout, and I feel good from that. I uh, was supposed to be getting a big storm, Bruce, I guess it is, or something. And still not clarified whether it's going to be rain and snow, or just snow, or just rain, or both, or a little of each, freezing rain. Who knows? Um, again, amazing 2018. We still kind of have the same weather prediction we had 100 years ago, or 50 years ago. Between 2 and 50 inches, safe to say. You know, I watched three reports the other night. They all said something different. So... I don't know. Who knows? We we won't know till it hits us, I guess. But we wish you a Merry Christmas. This is our uh, ongoing Christmas theme until New Year's here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Uh, we have gone past uh, Halloween. Uh, we have gone past uh, Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. And we are now into official Christmas time spirit. And I see people, those that haven't had their tree up for a while and now starting to decorate put their trees up put the lights out and because we got an early winter some people might have a hard time going out and decorating their house or their trees outside or i saw what they have like a 20-foot santa claus you put air into now it's pretty kind of scary a 20-foot santa claus i think it's 20 feet i'm six two and a half and he was at least twice as tall as me so i don't know probably Probably uh, 12 feet. I don't know. I'm going to have to measure it. They sell them at the big box stores. You have to inflate it. It's quite scary. I think it would scare kids seeing a 17-foot uh, Santa or whatever he is. But uh, we are officially into the Christmas season. Ho, ho, ho. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. <laughs> Remember that song? So many great Christmas songs out there. And so many great TV shows and movies about Christmas and more done every year. Of course, it's hard to reinvent the wheel because, uh, you know, there's only so many Christmas stories you can come up with. Uh, the town that saved Christmas, Christmas saved the town, Santa has trouble, Santa goes to the moon. I mean, it's all over the place. Plus, uh, you get like Lifetime Christmas and uh, Hallmark uh, Christmas shows where a bad person comes in like a Scrooge and wants to shut down a store and the girl saves the day or a nice guy or Santa himself comes and saves everything. But uh, yeah, I remember writing my uh, letters to Santa. I'm still going to write one. My goodness, I am. I sure am. And I hope you write yours and I hope you get what you want. But uh, I do remember so many... Like I said, so many great songs about Christmas, and uh, <laughs> I'm getting nothing for Christmas. One of my favorites. There's, there's hardly any song or movie, TV show I don't like. I like the Charlie Brown and the Grinch and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
all of them. Now I heard uh, Dean Martin tonight on the way to play basketball on WHOU-FM, a station that I do commercials for, and uh, some sports stuff. And uh, heard Dean Martin singing Rudy the Red Nose Rain. He called him Rudy, <laughs> Rudolph. So they play that a lot, and I like that song. Dean Martin, what a great voice, part of the, the Rat Pack with uh, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., baby, and uh, the rest of the gang. Uh, they, they made some good, uh, some good movies. Not classics, not great, but just entertaining. You knew they were kind of having fun when they were making them, like Ocean's Eleven, Robin and the Seven Hoods, uh, The Four Sergeants, I think it was. I've seen them all, went to them all as a kid. And, uh, of course, Martin and Lewis movies. So, uh, all those good ones. And i um, looking forward to watching uh, the classics plus uh, all the new uh, Christmas shows and songs that come out. Here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, we're wishing you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And, of course, Happy Hanukkah to our uh, Jewish friends. Uh, I want you to think about uh, Groucho Marx's biography. And I loved the Marx Brothers. I used to watch them as a kid. I, they've channeled two here in Bangor. And of course, this is the days before, you know, Betamax, VHS, and TiVo and all that, and the web and YouTube and on demand and Netflix. So you had to watch it while it was on. So I'd go to bed and I'd get back up at about 11.30. Sunday nights they on this uh, TV station they played uh, Martin and Lewis, uh, Laurel and Hardy, but mostly they played uh, they played a lot of Marx Brothers, Duck Soup and all the other Horse Feathers, Day at the Races. Um, so I would get back up out of bed, come down, turn the TV on, and uh, watch in the den area. Our, uh, I think we had a 19-inch black and white set most of the time. We finally got a color one. But uh, regardless, the show was in black and white anyway, the movies, and I would sneak down. But I watched an amazing uh, show about uh, the Marx Brothers. They grew up poor in New York. They actually all four brothers. I think there was five altogether. And they, uh, their mother was in show business, Minnie Marx. And uh, those weren't their real names, Harpo and Zeppelin. They made those up. I think there was like Milton and Oscar and Adolf. But anyways, and Chico, they made those names up, of course. But, uh, man, I, I love those guys. They were, he was way ahead of his time. But they grew up poor, and Groucho was always worried about being broke again. And uh, there were some golf club memberships in California. They wouldn't let them join because they were Jewish. But uh, laughs on them because these guys were famous. And Charlie Chaplin, uh, yes, he's a long-distance relation of mine. Not many Chaplins in uh, in uh, New England, especially. I can guarantee you that. That's C-H-A-P-L-I-N. And uh, they were pretty good friends. They played tennis together all the time. And, and Charlie Chaplin came up to Groucho and he said, you know what, I, I'm really a fan of yours. I, I am jealous. I admire you so much. Because the way you can speak, the way you crack jokes on screen, and they're always right on target. And uh, Groucho says, I couldn't believe it. Here's the guy, probably the funniest man in the world, most recognized man in the world, the tramp and all the characters that he created and did. And uh, he's complimenting me, saying he envies me. 
So I thought that was pretty good. It's it's on YouTube if you want to see it. It's about uh, an hour long. And uh, Groucho, I think, was married four times. Not that that's a sin, because lots of celebrities get married multiple times. And it talks about him and his family and his uh, relationships with his family and his brothers and uh, people that he worked with. So it's quite amazing. Uh, go to YouTube and uh, and look for it. It's easy to find. Just type in Marx Brothers or Groucho Marx, the life of Groucho Marx and his brothers, and you'll find it. Something to... You know, you never know these things. When I'm a, you know, 13, 14-year-old kid and I'm watching these movies and laughing and loving these movies and thinking, hey, I, I want to be in the comedy. I want to make people laugh. They, uh, you don't think of these things. You know, you find out all these things about the people that you admired. And the Laurel, speaking of which, again, the Laurel and Hardy movie will be coming out, I think, around Christmas time, The Lives of Laurel and Hardy. And again, I say... People talk about before my time. Well, there's been millions of people, eight or nine million people watch this preview. So it looks like people are going to want to go to it. It looks like it's well done, well crafted. And, uh, of course, we'll review it and talk more about it later when it comes out. But the five or six minutes that I've seen of previews uh, looks really, really good. And, again, I watch Warren and Hardy all the time. I collected their films since I was 10 or 11, silent 8-millimeter ones and later on Super 8 sound and whatever I could get, 16-millimeter sound, and then uh, DVDs and VHS, whatever, whatever I could get. And still have quite a collection of uh, films and tapes and DVDs and all that. So uh, I'm looking forward to that coming out around Christmas time. I think it's going to be really good. And I'd never heard that before. I'd never really heard much about their relationship, Laurel and Hardy, with each other. I didn't know it was kind of as troubled as it was. And of course, they've already done bios on the Three Stooges and, you know, Moe and, and Shemp and Curly were all brothers. And Larry was a, a concert pianist and violinist, I think. And so, and they brought in some other characters later on. Went on from like 1928 or 29. They were on vaudeville which was tough vaudeville was tough because if you sucked they booted you off and you know during the depression it was hard to get something to eat uh so when you started making movies you start making some money but uh, i'm looking forward to all these uh things coming out um really enjoyed it and uh people that make you laugh and laughter is timeless it doesn't matter if you know about it or not if it was before your time i mean you know jesus you know george washington right you know, you know all these characters, father of our country, you know Abraham Lincoln, right? Well, these people were all before your time. Like I said, they've remade a lot of movies from the 20s and 30s. So they've either made the, remade them directly or they've copied them one way or another. So um, we are looking forward to seeing these uh, shows come out during the holiday season. Always some pretty good movies coming out around Christmas time. You better watch out. And here's our uh, segment we're going to have every week up until uh, Christmas itself, the week of Christmas. The Santa segment with your host, Santa Claus, who's going to be telling you what's going on in the North Pole. And Santa will be joined by Herbie the Elf. So here he is himself, the one and only big puffy red son of a gun himself, uh, Santa Claus. Come in, Santa Claus. Oh, ho, ho, ho. 
Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Say hello, Herbie. Hello, Herbie. <laughs> Herbie, you sound a little maniacal there. Oh, sorry, Santa. <laughs> I was smoking some crack. Oh, Santa doesn't like people smoking crack. That's awful, Herbie. You gotta, we gotta get you to rehab. So Santa's message for this week is: if you're on crack or meth, get some help. Get to rehab. Don't be naughty. Be nice. This is a message from Santa. I gotta get Herbie to the clinic for some rehab. Ready, Santa? <laughs> oh, 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 Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. And that was the message, Santa's, Santa's weekly message here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Looks like Herbie, uh, Herbie the Elf is addicted to math. Hopefully he gets some treatment. And uh, that's uh, Santa's message for the week here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Ronica Talk Radio. Happy holidays. Happy uh, Kwanzaa. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Uh, happy Hanukkah. All those. We don't want to forget anybody um, here on the Toxic Wise Show. All nice people are wished happy holidays. And we say Merry Christmas to those who celebrate Christmas. Yes, we do. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hopefully 20. I've been saying this for like 40 years. Hopefully next year is going to be better. And, uh, well, we'll have to see. I'm still kind of waiting for some big things. But, uh, you know, don't give up. There's always hope. You always have hope. <laughs> Whoops, that's, that was Santa. Merry Christmas. Have you thought about what you wanted for Christmas? Speaking of Christmas. Uh, well, hmm. You know, I always like, oh, I, I can make a, I could do a two-hour show about what I always wanted and what I got and what I would like to get for Christmas. Uh, a lot of us guys, we are kids at heart. And we don't like to, I still put up my Lionel train sets at Christmas. Have them going around the tree. And when I was a kid, I always wanted more track. I guess I was like one of those greedy Western railroad people, you know, that you heard about and watched on TV like Hell on Wheels and Iron Horse and Gunsmoke. I want more land, more track. I wanted more track. And uh, back in the day, our town didn't really have a hobby store, so we had to send in the mail for the track. Um, straight track, uh, 027, Lionel, and curve track. I remember getting it in a box, like uh, four or five more pieces of straight, six maybe, and six. Which made uh, which made pretty good. Plus a crossing, like a figure eight crossing, so you had uh, more, more track. You know, who just wants to watch a train go around like a six foot circle, which is what you start out with when you're a kid. But eventually, got more track. And then I went to the fast track, which is really easy. Just snaps together, Lionel 027. It's got like a a, a grading on it, a bedding, really easy to put together. And uh, have it go around the tree. And it's about, uh, well, it's about 25, maybe 30 feet of track long. Maybe more. And I've always, I, I always had a ton of track. And then when I could afford it. I, when, when you're a kid and then you compensate for what you want when you're older, I got a lot of track and trains. And Tinker Toy sets, Lincoln Logs, Civil War, War sets, World War II, War sets, model planes, model trains. 
um, walkie-talkies, give a show projector. Um, well, it's endless. Uh, I used to get erector sets, but I wasn't very good with them. I'm really not mechanically minded. Um, so I really never was able to build much with those. I kind of use them maybe with uh, my uh, playing army and maybe using them to build a fort or something. But uh, not really. Uh, same with the chemistry sets. I get those and not really. That's why I'm not a doctor because uh, I didn't do well in math and chemistry. Uh, loved history and English literature, but uh, not not exactly a brain trust when it came to I guess they say it's, it's the left side of the mind is creative and the right is analytical or something like that. But anyways, uh, be thinking about what you want for Christmas. Um, and we'll talk about that later in the show and on other shows. Plus, we're going to get some movie reviews to do, especially for the holiday. A lot of Lifetime Christmas movies and Hallmark Christmas movies coming out. And they kind of all, I mean, it's hard to reinvent the wheel. Um, they all kind of have the same uh, theme things are good, something happens, things are bad, and then somebody saves the day for Christmas. Maybe it's Santa, maybe it's an elf, maybe it's a Grinch, maybe it's a Scrooge who turns nice, some kind of theme like that. But anyways, Merry Christmas again, and uh, we'll have a lot more for you here on our Toxic Wise show here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hmm. I love that city. City of Lights. That's Paris, but in the USA, it's Vegas. And New York, of course. And it's movie review time here on <clears throat> the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I didn't hit my cough button. I often don't. The, the Most announcers, uh, news people, TV, radio, have a, what they call a cough button. In other words, if you want to clear your throat or cough or you're a smoker, which I am not, and you feel a cough or a sneeze or a fart coming on or something, a burp, burp, you uh, hit the button and it just uh, mutes whatever that was away. So, but I don't use mine very often. But it is movie review time, and I want to talk about uh, the new Robin Hood movie, which I did like. It's kind of like a video game, but I guess that's what most movies are trending towards: high uh, action with unbelievable-looking characters that look like they came out of a video game. And quite frankly, this one did. But I, I still liked it. I liked the Robin Hood uh, lore. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet is an animated movie. It's kind of cute. Not uh, exactly you're going to roll over in your uh, chair, but it's okay. Uh, Nobody's Fool, kind of a comedy. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, mm, C-. Ralph Breaks the Internet, by the way, is a B, because I do like it. was kind of cute and funny. I gave Robin Hood a uh, B-. minus. Because it uh, it had some good action in it, and uh, that's all we have. Oh, that's all, folks. That's all we have right now. Like I said, just beware of the crappy movies. If uh, and it's not always that way, but if the same guy is in it and him and his wife made it and they're in it and they're making it with a camera phone or a, a, a fifty dollar uh, phone camera or something. And uh, the the audio was like, hey, how are you? And the acting is um, Stay away. I mean, most of these don't even make it to the $5 bin. They're just uh, on YouTube or sometimes on, on on demand. Very seldom do they make it in, into the stores to be sold because they are just so bad. And I feel sorry because some of them probably have a good storyline, but they just don't have the money 
for production. The, the, the music, the sound, the sound effects, the special effects, and especially the actors. The plot, the story, the theme might be okay, might be different, because everybody's trying to think of something different. Uh, it's outer space, it's zombies, you know, these, this is what's hot right now. Uh, Bigfoot, so forth, ghost stories, horror. Uh, now we have more possession movies. I'm, I'm going to be watching that newest one. Uh, Hannah Grace, yeah, before it was Emily Rose. These, all these women are getting possessed. I know a few guys that are possessed, but that's a whole different topic. So anyways, that's our movie review right now. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, Christmas movies, top Christmas movies, later on. Hey, folks, remember you, the uh, movie Bad Santa with... Uh, Yeah, that was that, that movie was funny. Well, there is a really bad Santa. Supposedly, I think it was in New York, there was a man who was hiring himself to be Santa Claus at the stores and parties and private parties and gatherings and whatever. Santa for hire, typical Santa for hire. One problem, though, he was a registered sex offender. Yeah. I think he was like in his 30s, uh, big hefty guy, not an older gentleman, I think probably 30s. Uh, you can Google it, although if you Google it, you probably come up with all kinds of perverted Santa Clauses. So uh, <laughs> you better watch out. Ho, 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 ho. Well, I'm glad they got him off because when it comes to kids, let's face it, we don't want to mess around with that kind of situation that kind of we don't want to deal with that that's bad that is a real bad santa not the kind that robs stores but a you know sexual predator registered sex offender pervert whatever you want to call it bad really bad santa so and speaking of santa and pc they're now complaining about some of the uh christmas TV shows and movies that are out, like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There's bullying in the beginning of it, where they bully Rudolph because he's got a red nose. Well, that's part of the, the curve, right? That's part of the learning. Don't we watch shows about bullying? We, they, they, weren't con, they weren't condoning it. They weren't saying, yeah, bullying is good. No, Rudolph, he dug himself out. Beep! With that red nose, and became a superstar. So that's the moral of the story. He went from getting bullied to a superstar. Jeez, will this ever stop this politically corrupt, corrupt, correct crap? It's really, it's, it's really, is mind-boggling. And they're complaining about Charlie Brown not having enough uh, minority friends. Well, maybe he needs to get some. Okay, well, get some. But, uh, sure. But the thing about Rudolph with his bullying in it, well, that's part of the moral of the story. He's bullied and he rises up above it. Becomes a superstar, the most famous reindeer of them all. Haven't you heard the song? Jeez. That's getting ridiculous, folks. This politically correct crap, especially at Christmas time. And yes, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. And I'll say Happy Kwanzaa and Merry New Year's. Happy Hall. I'll say it all, but I am going to say Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. You say whatever you like. I'll say Merry Christmas.
Well, it's officially the first uh, week of December, and uh, all PC uh, aside, Celtics are starting to win again. The Bruins are playing okay. Patriots uh, are have a game with the Vikings. We'll see what happens. Uh, they're leading their division, which is a weak division, but there's a lot of weak divisions. I mean, the Jets suck. Miami's always like a threat, but Buffalo, I don't know. They started out good, and then they, I don't know, they suck. But there's other bad divisions, too. God almighty. The Oakland Raiders, San Francisco, they're terrible, some of these teams. And and look at even Jacksonville, Saxonville. They were supposed to be back to the playoffs. They're back to the draft, three and eight or nine, whatever they are. So uh, one of the players got in some trouble, Kareem Hunt, who plays for Kansas City, who is a really good team. I think they're 10 and two or 10 and three. And he is off the team for domestic violence or actually violence against a woman. I don't know if he knew the woman or not, but the video surfaced of him pushing or shoving a woman and having an argument, hitting her. I don't think he decked her or anything, but he did push her, and I think he uh, he might have hit her. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole video. But he uh, lied to the team. He lied to the organization, and so he's been kicked off. Uh, my guess is some team will pick him up like they did with that other character, like the Washington Redskins picked up some somebody else that had a domestic violence. Doesn't seem to uh, make sense, does it? They boot all these people off, and then another team just picks them up. I guarantee you that New England Patriots will not pick up anybody like that. They just will not. They will pick up guys that have had trouble playing, maybe even drug problems somewhat, or attitude problems, or some kind of injury, or they just didn't work out for another team. But I would, I would be awfully surprised if they ever picked up somebody from a domestic violence situation like that. Somebody who's hit a woman with her wife or children, something like that. But anyways, we want to pick up the conversation here because it is Christmas time and we were talking about Rudolph and what a great guy he is. He sure is. Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Comet and Cupid. Stupid and Blixen. <laughs> Stupid the reindeer. That's right, Rudolph. Or as Dean Martin calls him, a Rudy the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Most famous reindeer, yes, he was bullied. But the moral of that whole story, that's, that was he rose above it and became the most famous reindeer of all, Santa's lead man. This has been the Toxic Wise Ass Show. We're wishing you happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, be safe out there. Some storms coming around. Uh, I don't know about this global warming. Seems like it's global freezing, but I don't know. I'm not a scientist, folks. But anyway, this has been the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. So, uh, this is our show for now. We'll be going to have our Christmas theme the whole time of December, right up until New Year's, folks. So Merry Christmas and happy shopping. Be safe out there.
people 